listening to Plan Style Do, the wedding podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. I am your host, Jordan Weaver. I'm a wedding planner and stylist and founder of Jordan Weaver Events. Each week, I bring you bite-sized episodes and interviews with leading wedding industry experts to help take the stress and confusion out of planning your wedding. Well, the rules and restrictions around weddings at the time of recording vary from state to state, but in New South Wales, all singing, dancing, and mingling is banned at weddings. In my experience, this COVID restriction has really hit couples hard, and in my discussions, I've heard many who feel like their wedding will be boring or not a celebration at all without a dance floor. Well, in today's episode, I want to reassure you that you can still have an amazing atmosphere and incredible music at your wedding. I'm chatting to Nick Russo, aka Vinyl Richie from We Play Records, who's come up with an ingenious way to tackle this problem. The team at We Play Records are different from your standard wedding DJs, and as the name would suggest, they use their array of vinyl records from the 1950s through to the 2000s and beyond to create a unique and memorable party atmosphere for your wedding. So let's dive right in. Thanks for joining me. Nick. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Jordan. So over the past few weeks, my Instagram feed has been blowing up and brimming with wedding professionals who've been praising you guys for your ingenious idea for how to overcome this dancing ban. So you've come up with the Careless Whispers music trivia. Can you tell me about it? What is it and how does it work? Yeah, exactly. So look, being being DJs, we were a bit uh, put put back about the dance floor restrictions. So we were actually thinking for a number of months prior to the restrictions coming in about what else we could do at We Play Records that really takes advantage of what we do uniquely, which is of course play with with vinyl and. I'd been throwing around for a while the idea of music trivia, kind of in the mold of uh, Spicks and Specs type of night. And when the restrictions came in, I thought, well, this is this is the time to do it. So the idea with the trivia, I guess, is that guests can't dance, but music is still really, really important to people's nights, especially at a wedding. So let's bring that love of music sort of to the tables, as it were, while they're sitting down or having their dinner or or chatting and let's get them thinking about um, about the music and also listening to it. I can't tell you how much I love this idea because like you say, it's, it's a great way to kind of work around the restrictions and keep everybody safe, but it's also a really good way to include guests from a number of generations or, you know, maybe there's a guest who can't get up and hit the dance floor for physical reasons or they might be too shy, but it's a really great way of bringing people together. Are you finding that when you're DJing? Yeah, for sure. I think part of what makes us different as DJs in general is that we're really into inclusivity. We're really excited to see Nat and Pop dance with the bride and groom on the wedding day and actually getting up there and enjoying themselves because I think there's all those sort of horror story DJs who really just play something really, really modern or something that's really loud and aggressive that only really caters perhaps to the younger guests at a wedding. So we've always been about trying to get everyone at the wedding involved. And that's kind of about being eclectic. So with the trivia, we've carried that same ethos across. The questions really cover a range of stuff. Um, There's some really tricky ones in there. There's some really simple ones so that everyone can kind of have a go, get a question right, get involved and also, you know, scratch their heads. And then maybe it'll force younger people to ask older people 
a question about something that might have happened in the 60s or the 70s or or vice versa maybe the older crew might ask the younger people about you know who's Nicki Minaj what's going on here you know whatever the question might be, might be so we really are excited about bringing people together through this trivia and really just extending what we do with the music. So yeah, I know people can't necessarily have the dance floor that they want, but we think we can really transfer some of those feelings and ideas and, and the atmosphere of music right to people at their tables. Yeah, it's a great way to bring people together and like you say, kind of spark that discussion. Tell me though, what is your process for working with a couple on the, the trivia questions? Because I know there's a huge range of variety even amongst my friends and family on music tastes and, and music knowledge so how do you work with a couple to find the right I guess the kind of note if you excuse the pun the right note for <laughs> their their tastes and and questions that are going to really bring everybody together and give you know something that everybody's going to know yeah that's a good question we work really closely with our couples and we really want to cater the trivia to fit in with the night so you know, if the couple tells us that a lot of their guests are, say, in that 20 to 30 year old age bracket, then we can sort of lean things more that way. We, we always ask the clients anyway, you know, who are your favorite artists? What kind of songs get you and your friends up on the dance floor? So we can take that sort of information and, and run with it and, and translate it to the, to the trivia. I guess, I guess the trick is it, it's a balance of sort of, we don't see being eclectic as, as a bad thing. I know that people have varying music tastes, but being eclectic kind of gives people an opportunity to hear things they may not have heard or to find out something that they may not know or really highlight someone's specific knowledge as well. So there's really a lot of ways to get people involved through that, through being eclectic. And um, the other idea we've come up with as well is to actually have a round in the trivia that's based on the bride and groom. So even though it is music trivia, we can actually incorporate sort of general knowledge questions, but also get really specific about the bride and groom and ask some questions about them, which uh, will really uh, make it personal. And I was going to say as well, you'll be amazed at maybe after people have had a few drinks, the number of um, closet fans of whoever came out of the woodwork, you know, maybe people aren't quite willing to admit that they love Beyonce, for example, but after a few drinks and when it's in a trivia round, they're much more willing to showcase their knowledge. Yeah, definitely. And that's the same thing with dance floors as well. You know, you think people... People say, oh, I don't like ABBA or I don't like this artist or that artist. And then it comes on and they lose their minds after a few drinks. So, yeah, drinks uh, can really uh, change people's perspective. Yeah, drinks and a bit of competition. Exactly. (laughs) So Careless Whispers Music Trivia, it's a relatively new venture for you guys on the back of COVID, but you've been around for a while at We Play Records. Can you tell me why vinyl? What is it about vinyl that first attracted you and and what does it bring to a wedding or an event that traditional DJing can't? Yeah, great question. I think, look, for me personally, I'm a collector. So, and my, my wife would say I'm a hoarder, but I prefer the term collector. It sounds a little bit nicer. And there's something about the physical nature of records, you know, being able to put it on the platter, on the turntable, you know, queuing up the song you want, being able to look at the album cover, open it up, look at the lyrics. It's, it's a very tactile experience and music can be a very internal, sort of almost ethereal thing in our lives. So being able to hold it in your hand, it's kind of special. It brings it sort of to reality in a way. And uh, I think it's something we're missing these days. And in terms of DJing, you know, I think the, we've done a lot, so many weddings over the years and clients and guests being able to see the DJs actually work, you know, we're actually pulling records out of the sleeves, we're putting them on the platter, we're queuing them up. 
And it actually gets people so interested in what we're doing. They often come up and they want to talk about music and they want to talk about their record collections. And, and it's really adding a performative element to DJing, which has always been performative, but digitally it's, it's a little bit less so, I think. So yeah, we try and add something physical to the, to the proposition of music. And continuing that idea of adding the physical, because when you guys DJ, it's not just the music, is it, that adds to the atmosphere. You've got your, your signature vintage hi-fi display as well, and you bring all that to the setup. Oh, definitely. Look, it's got to sound good, obviously. We've got to play music that people enjoy and get people dancing. But more than that, it's, it's got to look good, especially at a wedding. And, you know, working in the, in the industry yourself, Jordan, you'd understand the importance of how things look in the space, you know, and how important styling is. So we sort of taken that to a new level with DJing because we really think the dance floor should look appealing and the DJ booth should look inviting. And uh, it's almost like we're creating a little 70s lounge room inside your venue. And I think that really adds something visual to the whole thing of um, playing music. Absolutely. It really adds to that experience for guests. Well, Nick, I have read that you have a PhD in nostalgia and retro rock music. So technically, you're a PhDJ, which I love. Yep. Can yep. you tell me, as part of your doctorate, did you was it coming up with punny DJ names? Because in your team, you got Vinyl Richie, you got Nancy Spinatra, you've got Stevie Mix, you got Beat Loaf. Is that all part of the fun and the appeal of it? And kind of reminding guests that you know weddings should be fun and it is it is playful. That's exactly right. Look. I probably spent too much time writing my thesis, thinking about puns on the side. But uh, yeah, look, the puns, I've, I sort of see a lot of couples get really wrapped up in the, in the wedding process and they get so serious about it and it's become so stressful. But I really want to remind people, it's fun. Like, let's have fun. This is your wedding. And that's what we really put to the fore. So look, the puns are just part of a little bit of wordplay for us just to sort of uh, make it a little bit extra fun. But really, we don't take ourselves too seriously either. We just want to be there to facilitate the good times, you know? I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Well, you guys certainly do bring that. If couples want to find out more about We Play Records, tell me, how can they find you? Yep, the best place to find us is at our website, which is weplayrecords.com.au. Or you can jump on the Instagram at We Play Records and you can scope us out there. Thank you so much, Nick. Well, I'm feeling so inspired. I'm going to put on some of my old classic Motown hits this afternoon and, and rock Beautiful. out to those while I'm editing this up. But thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. It's been great. Well, that brings an end to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. If you have enjoyed it, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast platform so that other brides and grooms can find us. I am Jordan Weaver. Thank you for joining me and I'll catch you next time. Bye.